It's a god in the state of mind Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time Football kids and movies about crime It's a god in the state of mind Hello and welcome to Garden State of Mind, episode 17 I am one of your hosts, John, with me here I have Jeff. Jeff, how are you? Great, Johnny Cakes. Good to hear you. For anyone who's new to the podcast, uh, you know, never listened to us before, we're a couple of guys from South Jersey. We've been doing this for about a year now. Um, Most of the things we like to talk about are the NFL, sports in general, South Jersey, New Jersey, Philly-related topics, um, gangster movies, our kids, The Sopranos, you name it. Uh, we love to get into all of it. And uh, for anyone who wants to reach out to us or has questions or comments, tell us you don't like us, tell us you do like us, you can email us at gardenstateofmindcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll get our Twitter up and running. We have a Twitter account. We don't really use it that much. I think we need to strategize that a little bit. But if you have any comments uh, or anything you want us to talk about, please feel free to email us. We are available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and also on Anchor. If you don't have that, you can get the Anchor app. Uh, listen to us for free on all those venues. But, Jeff, how you been? I'm great, Johnny. And, and the, by the way, that intro is for everyone except the person with the initials MC. But Oh, he knows. You know. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. A little inside. We're already starting off on the wrong foot with some Perfect, inside yeah. humor. For yeah, it's great for any new listeners. But um, okay. Well, hey, listen. Exciting week. Uh, Eagles got their. They didn't get their asses beat, but they sure didn't look all that great last weekend. How did you feel about that loss? You know, uh, I'm just. I'm kind of. I'm still a little bit stunned by it. In that, you know. We can debate again whether we're true Eagles fans because we don't hate Dallas enough. Um, I'm a, to- <laughs> you know, I'm a total fugazi because I will have I have no problems like betting against the Eagles if I have to, which we'll find out today. And you know, I don't mind betting on the Redskins, betting on the Cowboys. Like I thought, I thought I had a good feel for like even the Redskins this season. I was betting on them. I famously bet on them against the Saints. Uh, Dallas, the past <laughs> yeah, two. That was yeah. a great call. Best call of the season. <laughs> <laughs> the past two weeks, I, I love the Cowboys against the Titans, and I love the Cowboys two weeks before that against the Redskins. And, uh, you know, as the as the Eagles game is unfolding, a week after even Troy Aikman calls out the Cowboys franchise, I'm, I'm just like, I'm just so stunned by everything. Like, I was behind this Cowboys team, and then I was like, all right, finally, this is just, they're just no good. They're no good. And then they, they come out. And, you know, Garrett is still Garrett, but now he goes for it on fourth down and he's a hero. I mean, you know, I'll quote you from last week. The NFC East division, it's impossible to lose. <laughs> Dallas, it is. Dallas is talentless. Dallas is talentless. Yeah. Even with Zeke, you said. I mean, and and we weren't alone. This is how I, I'm just. And then as the, in the live game, I'm looking at the bets. And at one point, like I jumped on the Eagles in the second half getting three. But. Dallas minus three was a prohibitive favorite. It was like minus one twenty four, and I still bet the Eagles. Like I, really, I was just stunned by well, everything. Because that was, it, it was impossible to think that the Eagles were going to lose that game. Because I think when you stack them up, um, even position by position, eh, maybe not so much on the defensive side. Certainly on the offensive side, I, I give the edge to the Eagles. Um, but I would say, yeah, I mean, I think Dal- I still think Dallas is a bad team. I don't know what that. I don't know what that says about the Eagles or how I feel about them, but you, you know you can't you can't judge a team on one game. Dallas has been wildly inconsistent. I think their main problem is that I don't think Dak Prescott is that good. Whereas you know I look at Carson Wentz and I say you know this, this guy's going to win a couple Super Bowls in his career. Yes, I mean Collinsworth was killing Prescott the whole first half. He was he right missed... too. Well, of course, but that's what I mean. I, I was just you know that's how it gets. It's like. It just becomes stunning after a while. Um, you know, maybe, you know, obviously now everyone hates Jim Schwartz and, you know, he has to go. And, you know, the other great hot take is Frank Reich was the reason we won last year. <laughs> you know, look oh, at the I whole, know. That's so and, popular right now. Yeah. and But let's face it. You know, the Wentz injury last year is overwhelming. It's your MVP quarterback. And it's kind of like it always is it 
you know, historically a backbreaker. But and Jason Peters, but he's been hurt a lot lately. But for the most part, now like the injuries this year are much more key than they were last year. Being taking away Wentz, you know, now we have no running game at all. Everyone is hurt there. Uh, you know, now the secondary, which was you know suspect as it was, now they're all going down. Um, Barnett is a tough one. Uh, Jernigan, th- these now these these are the injuries that the key injuries that really we just can't overcome. Let's go back to one thing you just said, which is yeah. we have no running game. You know, I don't know that I 100% agree with that. I thought Josh Adams has looked decent. I mean, I'm not saying he's 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 not Todd Gurley. You know, he's not Kareem Hunt. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that. He's looked decent. I think they don't stick with the run. You never really get an opportunity to see whether or not their run game is good or bad. We don't see it enough. I mean, I they have their attempts. I just don't like the pacing of it. They don't stick with it. Um and and they're not doing a good job of setting up that RPO. Uh, no, I yeah, I kind of agree with that. And I I like Adams. I like kind of how his quickness. I like Clement. Um, but there's too many kind of like sweeps. Like you know, like you know, let's run a dive play. Like let's run it up the middle. Like you know, let's do a little bit more of that maybe and and get some blocking schemes happening or something. Yeah, they're not being as creative as what we're used to. Um, it seems like they they he's got some. Doug's got some trick plays up his sleeve every now and then. Not that I want trick plays up and down, but they're not being as creative as like, you know. And the problem is I'm getting to see a lot of the Rams this season. And, God, they're just so much fun to watch. Um, even more fun than, than watching the Chiefs. I think the Rams and the Saints are just like the two most exciting teams to watch this year. You just see so much creativity in the offense. And, yeah, they have tons of weapons. And they, they just have receivers that – you could just hand the ball off to the receivers and they're taking off mm-hmm. uh, scoring touchdowns that way. And I don't know, I guess maybe I'm getting spoiled by watching these other crazy teams in the NFC and it's making me want more of that on the Eagles. And and now you look at the division, like are, really are the Washington Redskins going to win this division? I guess they could. I, I John- you know, I mean, it's hard to imagine, but yeah, sure. They could, it's, it's feasible. Johnny cakes. Dallas might win this division. They could also. I mean, at this point, it's it's up for grabs. So if none of these teams, you know, take the reins, or or if one of the teams decides to take the reins, then they're just gonna run the they're gonna run the table, and and they'll win the division. I mean, nine and seven will win the division, right? You know, possibly. Yes. Yeah, that's what it looks like. So. Uh, you know, I I want to talk about something real quick about uh, Dallas and Cowboys fans, and of course, you know, we're making fun of the people that get so worked up about the Cowboys. Um, even though at least 10 years ago we were felt exactly the same way they did. Um, I always, I definitely hate that Dallas fan that's from the Delaware Valley, you know, as if they were in a different boat than all of us were like, none of us, the Eagles were blacked out on Sundays. Like none of us watched the Eagles. We all watched Dallas, but I think, I think there's a little bit to the fact that some of us were, you know, I don't know if it's loyalty or just, homerism or just not being a front runner, you know, there is, there is a Dallas fan, that asshole Dallas fan that just likes them. And, you know, he also likes the Lakers and he likes the Yankees and, uh, you know, who's his other team. He likes Duke, you know, this guy, we all hate this guy. So I don't want to, I don't want to downplay hating Cowboys fans, but we're at this point, it it is kind of crazy how far it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as much anymore. It shouldn't, but they are Weasley people. They're bad, and especially after, after when they do beat the Eagles, it's you know it's sickening, and it turns my stomach to to listen to them because they do crawl out of the woodwork. Their team hasn't. We've talked about it. Their team hasn't been relevant for a really long time. They have nothing to to crow about. Their rings are so old. Uh, they're you know they need to be polished. They 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 haven't been a relevant franchise in the NFL for for years. So. I don't care to hear them crow about beating the Eagles one weekend. It doesn't mean anything. Cowboys aren't going to do anything. Even if they got into the playoffs, they're not going anywhere. Come on. It's ridiculous. They're not getting out of the first round. Um, and neither will the Redskins. And most likely no. neither will the Eagles. Um, but you know, but you never know. I, I at least think with Wentz, the Eagles have a shot no matter who they're playing. Well, let's talk about real quick then. Let's talk about this Eagles game coming up. Um, I 
as 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 much as I like loved the Cowboys against the Titans and the Redskins, and as much as I love the Eagles against Dallas, I love love the Saints. And in fact, if if the Eagles win this game, I, I, it'll be so shocking to me that the Saints really destroyed the Bengals like they're supposed to on the road, you know, outdoors where everyone thinks that the Saints can't handle that. The Saints realize they need to win these games. They need home field advantage. They're not going to let up. They've had, you know, they've had a tough stretch. This number, first of all, my number, my number one pick is the over. Okay, the number is fifty six. The Saints are getting sure. the Saints are getting fifty two points, Johnny. He, he should, he should. Um, I do. I uh, so. Are, we, are you picking this? Are you throwing your pick on this game right now? Now, or are you just talking I, about the over? I don't know if Talk I want to into it. I don't know if I want to pick the Saints. It's what they're giving seven and a half or eight, only yeah. because I also think the Eagles are going to score. The Eagles aren't going to lay down. I think, you know, the, maybe you know Tate. We can get him more involved. I think the Eagles are scoring. Easily thirty-five. Yeah, I, I'm I, taking the Eagles. That's that's one of my picks this week. So I, I'm taking the seven and a half. Okay. Yeah, well, I, Tate better get involved. I, he <laughs> if if there's a week where he's going to get involved, it has to be this one. Yeah, you know, now on. I do think the the Eagles can still make the play. They can lose this week. They can still lose another game, and and then they can make the playoffs. But that means they're going to have to run the table in the NFC East, which is very doable. They can beat the Cowboys in their next meeting. They should be able to beat up on the Giants and the Redskins. So they can lose this game. They don't even necessarily need this game to squeak into the playoffs. But I think they're going to play up. I think they're going to play up to the opponent. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, I, I do think the Saints are going to win. I just I just don't think it's going to be some kind of blowout. But, you know, hell, we could be totally wrong. I mean, Drew Brees could throw six touchdowns, like you said. He's so capable. I, and yeah, the secondary and, stinks right now. Right, and if he throws six, yeah, then Carson can throw five, like I, you know, or four. Like I, I'm not saying the Eagles. Get, it's not going to be fifty-two to ten. It'll be fifty-two to thirty-eight, you know, or something insane. It will be insane. You think they're going to cover the Saints? I no, I don't. They should. I don't know. They should. I kind of don't see how they wouldn't. But the but the problem is the Eagles are actually. Um, I think the Eagles are the favorite, getting seven and a half. I think it's like Drew Brees' uh, protection. Like anybody, were the I can't remember. It was like Aaron Donald. Were the Rams front four able to get to him? No, no. His offensive line has been playing. I mean, out out of their minds. And their injury report, they have nobody. They have you know, uh, Armstead, a tackle, is out. But you know their offensive line is intact. Um, I, I just well, let me put it let me put it this way too. So my 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 I have this pick and pull where you weight the picks. So there's no lines; you just pick the straight up winners, which is a lot more fun and more hard than it sounds. And my 13 pointer this week is the Saints. So I, well, I okay, straight up, sure, straight. I, up. I, I agree. I, I don't necessarily know if they're going to cover the seven and a half or eight, and I don't really care. And, you know, I'm not trying to reverse jinx the Eagles. Uh, I just I just don't see any scenario how the Eagles win this game. I really don't. Well, the Eagles Eagles have not looked good in the red zone. Their red zone scoring offense this year isn't isn't that wonderful. So, I I don't I mean I don't have a problem with you taking the Saints and throwing the weight of thirteen or ranking that that win thirteen. Uh, but I mean, I wouldn't count the Eagles out in this game. Well, you know, they're not; they they don't completely suck. They do get no, Sammy no. Jones back this week too. Well, let's put it this way: let's 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 make it you know let's make it like the Thursday night game. Let's have the Eagles go up quickly, you know, fourteen to three, four, you know, fourteen to seven, twenty-one to seven. Are the Saints coming back from that? Yeah, there's no yeah. safe lead against the Saints. No. There's, so, there's no safe lead against them. They have Kamara. I mean, my God, they have two all-pro running backs just as for starters. Then they have Michael Thomas. Now, after that, I don't really care about the rest of their team. I don't think anybody else is all that special. 
But Michael Thomas, Drew Brees, Kamara, and Ingram, you know, they're killers. It's yeah. like it's like four sledgehammers. Um. So yeah, but hey, yeah, go, jump up fourteen points on them, please. By all means, I think that that's a good start. You need to do that. Don't fall behind. I'm I'm more than happy. I'm more than happy to sacrifice my thirteen point pick at the altar of my of my pool, and the Eagles can win. I'll be more. I'll be very happy if the Eagles win, Johnny. Oh, if the Eagles win this <laughs> game, and like I said, I'm taking the seven and a half, so I'm going with the Eagles. Uh, if the Eagles win this game, it'll be the best game of the season by far. It'll probably be the best game now till the end of the season. That'll be a victory and a half, man. And and at that point, they can beat the Rams again. They can beat the Rams again anyway. I know you love the Rams, but uh, I do. I do well, love the Rams. Are you, you picking? Don't... Are you picking that game? Um, I am. As a matter of fact, yeah. Let's. You want to move on? Yeah, let's go head to head on that game because I'm I'm taking my Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, well, wait. I didn't say I'm taking the Rams. I'm picking oh. the Chiefs plus three. Yeah, oh, sorry. Okay. Oh. Wah, wah. Oh. Yeah, I think you love the Rams so much. There. I, I do the... love the Rams, but I love the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes. He's a better quarterback than Jared Goff. Exactly. You know, the, the week where you were sick, I was actually going to pick the Saints at home against the Rams. And it was just going to be old guy take of Breeze versus Goff. I'm taking Breeze. And I'm definitely doing the same thing Monday night. Mahomes versus Goff. Uh, you know, and I just like the talent on Kansas City, I think, jumps out at you more. At least it does to me. I like the Chiefs to win the game. I don't even want the I don't even care about the points. That's a money line. Yeah, I think me. this is a straight up win, right? I'm I'm with you. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm feeling the same. You're, yeah. You're, so but but I love right, the Johnny. Rams. I'm we're talking about two we're talking about two fantastic teams. So it's not like saying that the Chiefs are going to beat the Rams means that the Rams blow. They don't. They're amazing. Sean McVay is an amazing coach. Uh, they're, they're, they're going to be good for a couple more years in L.A. But, yeah, it's not, not, on, not on Monday night. It's going to be Chiefs. I can't put my finger on it, but there's just something, there's just something off about the Rams lately. What? I, I don't know. With, with, you know. The Packers, of course we know the Packers were going to win that game. I don't know if we want to get back into that. Actually, uh, come on. Let's talk about my text to you during the uh, oh. the Seahawks-Green Bay game. All right, so hold on. So hold on. First, before uh, we move on, let me recap. Right. So I got the Eagles uh, getting seven and a half. You're not yeah. picking that game? I'm just, taking the, I'm just taking the over. All right, so you're just taking it over. Good for you. And then we're both taking the Chiefs plus three. Okay, mm-hmm. so we'll stop there. We'll get back to that. All yeah. right, so on to... Aaron Rodgers playing Seattle uh, Thursday night. Go ahead. What what was your text again? Where after they when when Rodgers or I mean when Green Bay was up fourteen to six, and then I predicted almost every other outcome, and then the final score. You did. You did. Um, and then and then the perfect ending for Rodgers, where now finally everyone's on board. Let, let's put it this way too. In my pick and pull, I had the Seahawks. I mean, it's kind of a, you know, it's a short week, the home team at a really good home field. I mean, that's not really a great pick. But when you're when I'm watching that game and I need the Seahawks just to win, uh, I love when they when they punt the ball at fourth and two. I mean, you know, it all works out for me. You know, I, don't, I like how this is becoming the straw that, that breaks McCarthy's career. But that was a terrible call. I look, I understand and I and I'm sure I didn't listen to any recap of that game or any analysis of that game the next day. I'm sure your Ditka's or any other coach, uh Bill Cowher, they're all going to say, "Oh, he made the right decision. You trust your defense to get you the ball back as 4 minutes." Yeah, right. Okay. The the bottom line is you knew that Russell Wilson they 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 knew that the Packers only had one timeout left at that point. They just needed to extend, you know, a drive, uh, get a first down, maybe get two first downs. I'm talking Russell Wilson at home in the final four minutes. He's not going to be able to convert. <laughs> All that Green Bay needed to do was get two yards. And McCarthy somehow trusted that his defense was going to stop Russell Wilson. I know they don't have all that many weapons, but even Russ Wilson's going to be able to run for 10 yards. He'll escape. He'll get out of the pocket. He's going to get that first down. He's not going to give Aaron Rodgers the ball back. 
in in with a couple minutes left in a game, right? He's going to mm-hmm. do what he can to get the first. That was the stupidest decision. Mike McCarthy cost them the game with that call. I mean, I'm not discounting whatever else went on in that game. That was horrible. And I was irritated watching it. And, and watching them give the ball back to Seattle, I knew then the game was over. And yeah. there wasn't going to be any exciting comeback at the end. No, your boy just languishing. His career, just just, just the, the, the sands of the hourglass. Just... Yeah, so I, I agree with you that Rodgers' career is just like dissipating. It's going away. He's got, he's getting nothing done now because McCarthy is just destroying his career. But I don't know. What does it matter, I guess? What do I care? <laughs> There's other players to watch. I've, like I said, I'm giving up hope. Like I said, it, it makes the Eagles route to the playoffs every year, or Super Bowl, a little bit easier every year. I guess so, yeah. But that's not all that I care about in football. That's the problem. I'm not just a Philly homer. I actually like watching exciting playoffs, competitive games. I don't want it to be like the NBA where there's like four good teams and, and one of them's mine. Like, that's not exciting to me. Then I just watch in January. Yeah, yeah. I you guess know, it, it doesn't mean you know, doesn't mean anything to you. Well, here's you don't the have thing. A problem with that? Well, I you know, when 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 what's your statute of limitations or for when football is important? Like, you know, as you as you get older and older, these games mean less and less. As the game changes, well, you know, the you could do anything you want in the passing game. The defense isn't even allowed to tackle anymore. As opposed to in 2010 when Rodgers won a Super Bowl and, you know, you were still allowed to, like, actually tackle somebody up high. You you were allowed to sack a quarterback. The game has changed, Johnny. You know, it's all relative. So, yeah, but it's all relative to what it is today. I mean, I, you know, I don't sit there and think about, oh, God, this game was so much better 15 years ago while I'm watching a great game. Like when I'm watching a now a Brady Rodgers matchup doesn't mean anything today, but. You know, if I'm watching, I don't know, Rams Chiefs or or Drew Brees against the Chiefs or something like that, I'm I'm thinking it's a great game. I'm not saying to myself, oh wow, I used to love the game so much more because there were less penalties called and people were allowed to hit each other. Like, it's all relative. You just you you just get used to the way the game is while you're watching it, and you know. So the the NFL I'm watching right now, it would be better if Aaron Rodgers was on a competitive team. To me. We're missing out on on a great quarterback. That's all. All right. I'm just listen. I have a I have a bone to pick with you from last week. You know, most yeah, people most people it. go most people go through life and they have conversations and then they spend the rest of the day. You know, oh, why didn't I say this? Why didn't I say that? You know, the jerk store called. The, you know, the whole nine yards. But we have this great forum yeah. where I can now go back to conversations. And as I'm talking about the Eagles championships. You said celebrating the Eagles having four championships is like being excited about 10 preseason wins or being undefeated in the preseason. Yeah, I, I, I stand I just, by that. I, that I'm not just, ashamed of that. That is absolutely ridiculous. I, I can't even. What's not? I, I, I they really had listen, one I really, meaningful Super Bowl. That's why everyone was so happy last year. One. No, we're all happy because now we can add. We have four championships. Now we can talk about them all. It was the first. It was the first championship. Okay. There's no. not even oh, anybody no. alive. There's not even anybody alive that that you could talk to about any of those championships from the '60s. Nobody. It's meaningless. It's like it didn't happen. It's like a tree falling in the woods. All right. So all right. So how many, how many of the how many of the Packers Super Bowls do we count? Just the last two, or maybe just the I last one. The only one. ones I care about it. The only ones I care about are the ones with Favre, and and Rogers. Wow. I don't care. That's odd. I mean, of course, look, it's it's the history of the game. It, that's fine. I didn't watch it. I don't know anybody who watched it. So, yeah, it, it wasn't a Super Bowl. It, it's not even close to the modern era. It was a Super Bowl. It was the first two Super Bowls. Oh, for the Packers. I'm talking about the Eagles. I'm sorry. Oh. I was in um, – I normally fly southwest, and this week I threw American. So I'm never in this terminal in Philly. And yeah. up on the wall, they had it would said they had a, like a real nice new display, Eagles championships, right? So one side of the wall was all Super Bowl Fifty Two. Then the other side of the aisle, it had 
48, 49, 60. It even had 80 and 04 on there, counting as championships, I guess, you know, for conference. Okay. But I, uh, I, t- I took a few pictures. I meant to text them to you. I guess I haven't yet. But uh, as, as far as the Philadelphia airport is concerned, there's uh, four championships plus two conference championships. Ah, well, so now you're siding with the TSA. Now you're taking their side. It's fine. Well done. It's fine if that's where you want to align yourself. Yeah. Touche. You know, I, I, <laughs> um, no, I'm certainly not taking any anything away from those championships. That's great. But as a fan, like it's not like I felt some sense of pride up until last year when they won the Super Bowl. Like I, I couldn't come back at a Cowboys fan and say, yeah, but the – the Eagles won in 61 or 57 or 40. Like, that didn't mean anything to anybody else. That well, Doesn't it make sense from that point of view? Well, and, I, and I, I'll even concede that it, it hurts my point to now start talking about 48 and 49 when I never talked about it before. But I, I do love history. I love the history of the game. I love, you know, all my sports. And I know about the history. Yeah. And, like, I, I you know, I'm the, I'm the kind of guy that – I bring Hayden to, uh, you know, to the to the ballparks and I'll show him, you know, the plaques, you know, I'll show him like the Chuck Klein plaque at, 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 at Citizens Bank or, you know, the old guys. It's important. I, I think it's it we is. can't just we can't just downplay everything that, ha- that happened before 1972. No, I, I mean, obviously, I was going overboard in my defense of my position. OK, well, I love the I history to, of the game. I, I, I love to, football. I, I'm sorry. I need what you. What do you to, need? What do you I, need from me? I need you to soften the preseason remark. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So it's it's not the same to say the Eagles had an undefeated preseason record, and also they won a couple championships. Thank you. In the 40s and and you know 50s, 60s, whatever. Now they're not the same. Okay. So uh, retraction. <laughs> um, I have I have retracted. Can we move forward? <laughs> Yeah. On this, on this a, conversation, you were certainly right about that. I'm just saying, <laughs> if I'm talking to a Cowboys fan or even like say a Giants fan recently before last year, it's hard for me to say, "Oh yeah, well that's great that you you beat the Patriots twice." I mean, the Eagles, you know, look, they, I don't even know who the hell they beat in '48 and '49, but yeah, I'm not going to recall those games in an argument with a fan of another team. Does that make sense? It it does. It does. Yeah. Just okay. All right. I feel like we we had a meeting of the minds there. (laughs) It was a meeting. Concessions on both sides. Yes, concessions on both sides. All right, let's get back to our picks, right? Um, You you comfortable with that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I wanted to go next up. I had – who are the Texans playing this week? They are at Washington. They're given two and a half. Oh, perfect. Yes. They are given two and a half. And I'm going to be given two and a half with them. Beautiful. Um, this is a perfect example of how it, it's going to be a, a game that demonstrates how pathetic the NFC East is. Yeah. This, this should be. I'm really surprised it's only two and a half. So obviously Vegas knows way more than I do um, about this one. This just feels like it should be the, the Texans stomping on the Redskins. I know I I make fun of the last time I think I talked trash about them uh, was that the I guess that was when they whipped on the uh, the Bucks, but I don't know. This feels like a game that that Houston should just be able to win very easily. So I'd like two and a half there. I don't know how you feel about that game. Yeah, I agree with you there. I, I you know, and unfortunately, when they lose to the Texans, and then the Cowboys lose to the Falcons, and then when the Eagles lose to the Saints, it keeps our hope alive for the division title. It does. So you have rooting interest in that game anyway. You know, that that's what makes it so fun. That's why I love picking the Texans. I get to root against the skins anyway, which I want to do. Yeah. Um, I just won't get to watch that game. But all right, so I'm laying two and a half there. Um, did you want to go ahead with one of your picks? Yeah. Um, I like the Cardinals giving five and a half at home to the Raiders. I just uh, I, I think they've been better than their record all year. They've been playing teams pretty tough. Uh, they played the Chiefs kind of tough last week. Um, they even covered that fifteen. Um, I just like the I, I just like the 
the Cardinals here. I, Oakland just not, not only have they checked out, it's like they don't even. I mean, literally nothing to play they're so for. So irrelevant, right? None of these no, they guys. Stink. Yeah, they all know that they're not on the team anymore. They're basically tanking. Um, you know, they know. I'm assuming Gruden has a plan for the future, and none, nobody on the 53-man roster is on it. So, uh, like the Cardinals here. <laughs> I'll bet Carr's still going to be there, but um, no, I think that's a great pick. I love it, and I'm, I can't believe I didn't put it in one of mine. Probably because I'm just I'm still afraid of taking uh, the Cardinals, even though I think they've demonstrated they're they're a decent team. You know what's funny is that it's this whole Byron Leftwich thing. You know he took over, yeah. right? Um, I didn't realize that he was this football mastermind, but. I guess you don't have to be a mastermind to say, hey, I want to involve David Johnson more in the game yeah, plan. Like, brilliant. why was that an unknown up until now? I don't know. You know, I, I can't remember where I was last week, whether I heard this on the Red Zone channel or driving to a hockey game in the radio or something. But I heard Byron Leftwich, and I'm like, oh, shit, he's their backup out there? <laughs> like, I thought he was playing. <laughs> why, why? Yeah, it's him and Mark, him and Mark Brunel. <laughs> they both left the Jaguars. Right. That's that's great. That's not, that's my first thought. I'm like now I'm hearing about him nonstop. Yeah, I mean he he shows up or, or I'm sorry he takes over and they start winning and it's basically just let's get David Johnson involved in the pass game more. We're gonna run the ball more. Um, oh, and what's his name? Uh, Rosen. He's making some pretty good throws and they're not relying on Fitzgerald, who's apparently he that guy's done. This has to be his last year, right? Fitzgerald? Who? I don't know. He's still, he just keeps going and going. I know. And, it, I mean, I'm not disrespecting him, man. That guy, he's in game shape. I know, I know year in, year out. And he's, he's like, supposed to be a super great guy. And he's very disciplined. And he's in awesome football shape. But it just he's not doing anything this year. I feel like, God, when is he just going to hang him up? Like, when do you stop playing? He's not putting up great numbers. No. But, you know, you could factor that in with – yeah, I don't know, yeah. The offense sucked. It's a shame. No, it could have been the offense, yeah. Well, I mean, did he ever win? He didn't win, did he? No, but he uh, he was watching God, himself score close. a touchdown in the Super Bowl. But uh, up, remember <laughs> that up on, this, up on the big screen and then and then Roethlisberger comes back down and, and actually yeah. we game-winning drive. That was a tough one. That was yeah, a tough that one. was a tough that would one. Have been, that would have been a nice Super Bowl win for Arizona. I wanted them to, to take that one, uh, you know, because I also hate the Steelers. But Another frustrating um, championship game loss for the Eagles. I, 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 you know, I've mostly... Oh, one of the worst. I've mostly, one of the worst. Mostly forgotten about that game. But I, I used to, like, I used to email all my friends, like, after games or something, or I would just, like, write down my thoughts. Now I have a podcast, Johnny. Um, but... I had like a page and a half of like notes of I like, couldn't believe the things that happened in that game that were so atrocious. I can't remember any of them now. I just remember just just <laughs> a, just an awful loss. You know, you know, maybe someday with the rank the championship game losses. I guess the the what made it just horrible was McNabb not being able to get the job done. No. In the, in the end of the game. That was really what it boiled down to. I don't think that game was fine. Um, the Eagles didn't look good for a good portion of it, um, but McNabb got them back into it. But as usual, couldn't close the deal. And we just have like to, he couldn't close the deal in the Super Bowl. Right, like we have to pretend there's a there's a Hall of Fame conversation for this guy, dude. McNabb's there's been not. In, McNabb's been in more championship games than your boy Aaron Rodgers. He has, he has, yeah. But um, he's also had better teams. You don't think? I mean, I think he's had better teams, well, better talent around him. Well, let me. All right, I was thinking about this too. When you think about a Jordy Nelson, a Randall Cobb, um, you know, a, a Cook, when you think of the players that Rodgers has had, skilled players, are they all because Rodgers is the perfect thrower, or because you know, these guys were some talented? I don't know. Skill players, no. Well, where what did James Jones do after he left? Curious. Oh, uh, uh, James Jones. He, he was money. Yeah, it was yeah. money when he was with the Packers. I'm not saying, yeah, of course, Rodgers makes these guys better, but it's not like they were Todd Pinkston and that other fucking guy that McNabb had. Who was the white guy? Kevin something or other. I can't remember his name. 
Uh, I think he came from the Rams. But um, whatever, regardless, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could debate that all day. It wasn't like the talent disparity was, was that great. I just felt like the Eagles were a more complete team on the defensive side of the ball and on the offensive side of the ball. And Rodgers didn't have a Westbrook. Like, Westbrook was a game changer. And, and I think that Duke Staley at that time was – he was I thought he was a good running back, better than what Rodgers had. Yeah. I You know, um, back to the Cardinals, I heard an interesting uh, thing on a podcast this week about when you're drafting these quarterbacks, when you're drafting a, a, a Darn – is it Arnold? What the fuck is the Jets one? Is it Darnold or Arnold? Sam Darnold. 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 When you have yeah. a Darnold and you still have like a defensive head coach – Basically, he made the point where in this in in today's game, if you're if you're hiring a defensive coach to coach your team, you're just you're just stupid. You're just you know it's that old mentality. You just can't have it anymore, um, especially when you have these young quarterbacks. And you you know and then again you look at a golf versus with a Fisher versus a McVeigh, and you know you look at Reed, you know coaching his Mahomes up for a year on the bench, and then look at him now, you know. In this day and age, you've got to have these offensive-minded guys. I mean, we don't even care about defense. Um, who are – yeah, well, what's Tomlin? He's kind of a defensive-minded guy, isn't he? Well, I, you know, but that's – I don't even know who, who their offensive coordinator is. But, I mean, yeah, he's a he's a remnant from years ago. And, the, not, you know, the Steelers aren't going to hire anybody for another 10 years. But just, you know, no, when you have these not. shitty franchises, like the like the Browns have a good opportunity, you know, Obviously, they're not keeping Williams. I think, you know, th- this is your chance to 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 go with somebody. That's it's you got to be innovative with these play calls, and especially you know, there's so many things you can do against these defenses. Yeah, I mean, it's like the playbook's wide open now because there's certain things you don't have to worry about because of the rules and the way the game is called today. Um, it, there's just it, you have more options, and I think there's going to be a good offensive-minded head coach in Cleveland next year. I think it'll be attractive. I mean, you got Baker Mayfield. He looks pretty good. I think. I mean, I think he looks like he's going to be a good quarterback, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think all of them. I think uh, they all of them seem like they can be something. All right. Well, I agree with you. Let's 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 roll out the rest of our picks because I uh, wanted to get to some other Philly-related talk before we wrap it up this week, all right? Okay. So um, my next pick, I think you just threw down the Cardinals. I'm going to lay five. I'm taking Pittsburgh laying the five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know this is probably, God, this, this maybe this will be my worst pick of the week, but I'm just a Pittsburgh Steelers believer this season, and I know that Roethlisberger, he has those home road splits, and this is probably like a do-or-die week for the Jaguars. But I personally think it's just time for them to die. I believe in their defense. I think the Jaguars' defense is still amazing. Not like that's a hot take or anything. Um, but I, I just don't think that their offense has enough. I think the Steelers are going to be able to stop whatever Jaguars can do. So I'll lay five. I got Pittsburgh laying five. Yeah. Um, I, what's your next pick? I agree with that, too. Uh, I, the Jaguars are done. Um, Cooked. Yeah. Um, my next pick is... I'm taking a. I'm taking the Panthers in the first half, giving two and a half. <laughs> okay. So Panthers are playing the Lions. Right. They're in Detroit, and I mean, you know, I, I know traditionally everyone just picks the game lines, but I mean, this is even close to how I bet anymore. And when I think about games, I'm mostly thinking about wins and losses with you know my pick and pull. Uh, you know, mostly I don't even care about these spreads. I mean, other than the Eagles last week when I kept doubling down. <laughs> on the Eagles and losing my ass, uh, you know, if I, <laughs> if, if I see some fucked up shit happening in a first half, I'm switching gears and, you know, wherever I have to go. Um, but I love betting first halves overs, unders and lines. The chiefs have been covering first halves lately uh, the past two weeks and not covering the games. And I've had them both first halves. It's been nice, but I like parent Panthers given two and a half. I love it. First half. I like your in your in depth Vegas analysis of this first half uh, gambling. It's for the true true the true betters out there. Uh, nice work by you. Thanks. Uh, my fifth pick, fifth and final pick. Um, I'm taking the Vikings on Sunday night, getting two and a half. 
I, I know that the Bears' defense is definitely all that. And you know what, Trubisky, man, like, I don't know. He's proved me wrong. I That guy's just doing He's even doing it on his own at, at, at certain points in the game. I don't think he makes perfect throws, but he's, like, probably the best scrambling quarterback in the NFL right now, and he can make some good throws. Um, but that being said, I feel like the Vikings just need this win, and their defense isn't shabby. Um, and and Cousins gets Diggs back and Thielen. I think that the and and uh, I believe that Dalvin Cook's playing this week. He is. I think that the Vikings. Yeah, I think the Vikings at least with that two and a half can keep it close. I'm not saying they're going to win because the Bears I do believe are the better team, but I I'll take the two and a half with Minnesota. Yeah, I uh, I I made the Bears a one pointer. Like I really I just had to pick the game and I'm just because they're home I'm going to pick them to win. But yeah, I don't. I don't know if they cover either, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if if Minnesota kind of dominates even. Yeah, it's that you know it's a I think this is the second uh, the second matchup for them. You know, divisional game. Um, it should be it should just be a tight game, but you never know. My God, the Bears at certain points during the season it feels like they're just able to score at will. Um, they at certain times they have this like electric offense. It's really crazy. Do I? Because uh, do- I don't even. Do I start uh, Trubisky this week or Watson? Oh, um, I think you start Trubisky. You start your better quarterback, right? Whoa, Trubisky's better, better at this point, isn't he? I, I mean, I am. Well, he is. I am right now, but Fan- I'm just... Fantasy-wise. Yeah, okay. I'm just... Fantasy-wise. It's like the argument I, I was making earlier in the season, I think I was getting into some, some arguments with guys in our league about Fitzpatrick, like... The guy was playing like the best quarterback in the league. He wasn't the best quarterback in the league, but he was putting up points and scoring touchdowns at will. Like you just you play that guy from a fantasy point of view. You gotta play, you gotta play him. I would play Trubisky easily. I, I think that you know he's he's gonna he'll, he'll be electric just like he is every other week. You think Redskins defense is better than Vikings, or think you're just Redskins thinking matchup? Defense, well, I I think game flow. I think if I'm looking at game flow, I I see a little bit more back and forth with Minnesota and the Bears, and I see a more plotting game with the Redskins. Um, a lot of check down, slow drives. I just see more possessions um, being had be- between the Vikings and and the Bears than with the Redskins and the Texans. Okay, did you hear that stat that the Redskins have only been winning or losing all year? <laughs> They're either ahead and stay ahead or behind and stay behind. So there's no changing of the flow. No. In, in mid-game. So okay. if, so if I'm weird. Houston and I win the toss, I'm taking the ball, I'm running my 12 best plays, and I'm kicking a field goal, and then game over, 3 nothing. Yeah, I guess that's what you do. <laughs> that You know what? I'm glad you said that because now maybe I'll – that could be some easy money every week. Just pay attention to how that get how the game's going. Just bet the second half. Yeah, uh, in fact, um, is that the strategy? Let's see what the um, let's see what the line is for the uh, the Texans in the first half. Um, the Texans are giving a half, and it's minus one eighteen. So yeah, that's a good bet too. That's right. It is. Let's write that one down, Johnny. Texans jot it down minus a half and by the way scary I I like the Steelers but the Jaguars in the first half plus three and a half they're minus 132 (laughs) it's a tricky first half for your Steelers it is it is but guess who guess who lights it up against the Jaguars Antonio Brown expect him to have a big day probably score a big touchdown to put them ahead by six or seven in the fourth quarter, Big Ben just—he's just been money this year. You know, he has been on yeah. fire. And there's also there's something to be said. We never think. I mean, let's think. Let's face it. Every athlete is dumb. All sports, right? You know, they—they've just been. Always... Oh, wait a minute! I'm not going out there to say every athlete's dumb. I am. What are you talking about. Well, they've always been okay. the best in their on their team, and you know, and it's not like they're they have to study. And, you know, they're getting laid constantly like they don't have to really, you know, they're not really deep thinkers, you know, bar, barring a few. But 
when you when you look at like okay. th- these pregame ceremonies and the guys are like all like you know headbutting each other and like you know all these you know these are professional athletes that are still have to like rile themselves up and and you know get up for games and it's so emotional i mean it's crazy how much they they rely on that stuff at their ages you know this sounds like a low t guy making fun of high t guys well that's what, that's what this sounds like right I, now I, maybe I, but it does their masculinity uh Scare you? What? Intimidate you in some way? <laughs> Certainly, Johnny. They're, they're not <laughs> watching The Bachelor. Does. Well, so, right. but I, I was listening to uh, Sims and Lefko and, and Phil was on, and he was mentioning that a football team is maybe up, like super motivated for like three, maybe four games a season. Yes, and, I heard and, that. And mm-hmm. which is which is a stunning in a way. So the other thing is all these pregame talks and you know, uh, you know Gus Farratt like headbutting the wall or all this stuff. It doesn't really do anything. Like where you you see the Titans, you know, shoot their load last week. So obviously the Colts are to play this week. You know, you look at uh, um, who were we just talking about? The Steelers or the Jaguars? So the Jaguars get to a championship game that they should have won. Well, naturally, the next, the, the next, the whole next season is a complete hangover. It's a total bust. When you got that close and then didn't even get to the Super Bowl, it's hard to like. Oh my God, we got to slog through another sixteen games. Like we got to start factoring in emotion with our picks, or at least I do. I never do. I like forget this. Like, you know, Dallas. I guess somehow finally was shamed enough to play hard last week. You know, that's I think D- Dallas. You can't you can't even pay attention to what Dallas is doing. They're just I mean they have an awful head coach. I don't care if they win or whatever. He's terrible. They're very inconsistent. They have a bad quarterback and a bad head coach. You just can't rely on what they're going to do. You don't know if the players are going to play up or play down. Their defense is good. I think that's one thing that you could say. That that's a good defense, man. They have some tough guys on that line. And Zeke Elliott, maybe he's not as good as he was last year, but. He could still run up and down the field on you, so they could beat anybody. It's just that Dak could screw up the game for them. Well, yeah, and I, so could Garrett. Yeah, but I mean, it, you know, but in terms of my emotion, uh, I'm liking the Colts because what does Tennessee have left this week? I don't know. Tennessee is another one of those teams that um, I, I don't like betting against them because their defense is surprisingly good. Uh, I shouldn't say surprisingly; they're just. They just creep up on you. And Mariota, apparently, now that he's healthy, he looks good. And Corey Davis is one of the most underrated wide receivers in the league, I guess. That guy, that guy's uh, money. I don't he know. Some good players. I don't know. Phil, Phil kind of stunned me with that remark of being up three or four times a year. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I thought that was an interesting comment. How many podcasts do you um, listen to? Oh, that's a great question. One, I listen to Who Are These Podcasts? I listen to Sims and Lefko. Um, I listen to another one called uh, The NFL Edge. Um, that's that's like another, they break down like uh, daily fantasy and stuff like that. Um, God, what else do I listen to? I don't know. I listen to like maybe Pete and Sebastian show. So maybe like four or five podcasts a week. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I listen to quite a bit. And um, and also as a tip to... Uh... Our listeners, I would suggest, especially if you're on Apple, I don't know about Android, but listen at one and a half speed. <laughs> That's what I do. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I certainly don't have the time to listen to everyone speaking at a normal cadence. I have to speed it up, sometimes two times if necessary. I struggle sometimes with that one and a half speed. Uh, you know, I'm not as intelligent as you. So I, I have a hard time keeping up with, with, the, with the language. Naturally, no argument from me here. Uh, for me on that job. Of course. I, uh, of course you agree. I, I listen to Ben Shapiro. I mean, you can't say it, but no argument from you. Go ahead. <laughs> I listen to Ben Shapiro's podcast, and he talks super quick. I can even listen to him at two times speed. Yeah, he's he's challenging because he's a fast talker. That would be tough to listen to at uh, full speed. I'll bet, I'll bet right now somebody's wishing we would talk at full speed and well, just that's, end this, this freaking conversation, this rambling, that's, stumbling. That's my point. Speed and, us up when you give, after you yeah. hear our picks. It's, one, one last uh, – yeah, well, we're done. Our picks are done. So yeah, if right. someone wants to listen to them or, or recap them, they could rewind and 
and jot them down. And good luck to everyone who, who goes with our, our picks. But can I, give I a, wanted to talk about can I give Creed. A, oh, what? I wanted to give uh, my, okay. myself a jeers from last week. You know, the old cheers and jeers. Okay. Cheers and jeers. That's embarrassing. Go yeah. ahead. I, I, I decided to uh, I decided to talk about putting a patch on a Flyers jersey instead of maybe the biggest trade of the NBA season so far. <laughs> you did. Kind of a, yeah. a bit of a blunder. Yeah, that was jeer, jeers to you, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's pathetic. I, I I respect you for at least owning up to it. Yeah, you know, as I'm watching, I'm so excited, you know, and I love – it's great since I'm traveling now. I get, you know, the Sixers will be like on TNT and like I don't have to like kill myself trying to find them. So, you know, I saw the uh, Orlando game and then, of course, I was home for last night to see the Jazz game. But it's really nice. Uh, it's really nice watching this team, even though they don't, you know, they haven't figured it out yet. And I kind of wish Ben Simmons could shoot. Uh, but otherwise, you know, and, and this, you and the rest of the city. Yeah. And the Sixers definitely hurt my feelings when they traded away Mikael Bridges. I mean, I'm not kidding. I was really mad at the Sixers. And, uh, you know, and of you course, can't get too attached. I, I, I you can't get too attached. Too attached. It happened. I was I was excited for 20 minutes. They traded him. Oh, all right. Well, let's I, let's I, let's save our Sixers talk for next week. OK, it, it's it's just irrelevant right now. I'm excited though. I'm excited. I, I'm with you. I uh, I love that Jimmy Butler trade. Just amazing. They they can actually do something this season now. Yeah. So, but I watched Creed. Uh, your recommendation. I mean, yours and a lot of other people. I mean, I, Creed was a pretty popular movie, but being a Philadelphia area native, South Jersey, uh. You know, resident, I should be watching Rocky movies uh, as they come out, and I erred and didn't watch that one when it came out. But great movie, man! I gotta say, I'm not a huge fan of everything Stallone does, but that had to be up there with one of his best performances. Oh my god, absolutely! I I actually watched it a couple weeks ago, and I think that's when I told you to to watch it again. And in fact, a couple things. I, I was driving, you know, I'm always driving to the airport. It's like four in the morning and, you know, I'm on the Walt Whitman Bridge and you'll, you know, you got, you see, you know, the skyline and then there's like a, you know, you see a Creed like billboard and it just hit me like I'm so happy that our age right now that we've had this character, this Rocky in our lives, like we've been here the whole time, you know, we were here for one, barely three and four you know, I saw in the movies and just so fucking exciting. Uh, I still haven't seen five yet. Um, but five I, is so terrible. Yeah, that's I know. One with Tommy Morrison. Yeah, it's awful. Don't watch that. Yeah, don't watch that's it. what I've heard. So but I just and the creed was so fucking good that I was just like I was just so thrilled that this is like in our lives. Like we're so lucky. And like I love Sly. And so I, I, I'm watching I'm watching this with Hayden and Melinda and you know, I'm I'm kind of, you know, ramping them up. I'm telling them like like this that scene, uh, that uninterrupted take, like a three minute take, uh, in that first fight, where I'm just like, look at this camera work, look what they're doing here, look how they figured this all out, and like I'm, you know, I'm getting into all this stuff, and then, and then I, at one point I mentioned to Melinda, I'm like, I can't believe he lost the Oscar, from this performance, and she kind of like scoffed, you know, just like a typical gut gut check reaction to Stallone, like. Oh, come on. What, what's a, I said, did you just see that scene, the cancer scene? Or did you just see like, you don't, you don't see what he's doing here. This is really good acting. And then she's like still scoffing. And I like, I, I, I paused the movie and I'm going on YouTube. I'm like, this is not how this guy talks. Like even he's playing up a punchy guy. Like I know we all make fun of how he talks, but this is, do you agree with this? His performance? And, no, I'm, I'm with you. I was, like, yeah, I did want to interrupt you, but I, yeah. I thought he, he was amazing. I think what was cool about Creed was they got rid of um, Adrian. They got rid of Paulie. And yeah. I know it's sacrilege, you know. But to be honest, they were always distractions to me in the Rocky story. And I and I got – I understood why they were there, their devices. But it was kind of nice just to see Stallone carrying that, that character of this, you know, solitary guy – He's happy, you know, in life. He 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 had a great life. He, he you know he lost some people, but he's you know he's got that integrity. Um, he he's a good person. 
um, you know, but he's kind of learning from this kid about fighting and, and, you know, still going on with life. I thought it was, you know, really introspective. I, I thought he just did a phenomenal job playing that character. And it wasn't, you know, he wasn't dumbing it down, you know, that, that South Philly yeah. guy. You know, I, I think they didn't go with that cliche. He was just a normal neighborhood guy who was, yeah, it was a little punchy, but just like very likable. I, it just it was just tremendous. Well, yeah. I love that movie, and I love Michael B. Jordan too. Oh my god! Well, yeah, that's that's what I was getting at, Melinda. I'm like, well, I'm like Melinda Stallone is not a dumb guy, and like I pulled up like an interview, and then of course, because his voice is he does that voice, she sounds him. I'm like I'm like no, this is like really one of the smartest guys. Like, listen, you can't create two iconic characters, and I don't know about the Expendables. I haven't seen any of those, but you know, you got a Rambo, you got a Rocky, like. This guy has made so many fucking hits and, you know, he writes these movies and he's completely involved in everything. You can't just be, you know, maybe he's appealing to the masses a bit. And, of course, some of the Rockies were just, you know, definitely for the fans. But but now the fact that we're bringing it full circle and we're having like Creed, you know, fight uh, Drago's son. I mean, this is fucking this is so fucking great. I can't wait to see this movie. Yeah, I'm really excited for that one. I loved I mean, I, I thought this one, you know, this first Creed movie, I liked, you know, who they pitted him against. I loved the, the what was it, Conlin, Conlin, the, the the fighter that he that he faced in the end. Yeah. Um, but I also loved that first match, that one that used that un, un, uninterrupted camera sequence. I thought that was just amazing. <laughs> really good movie, man. So as the as, as the movie starting, I'm saying now I'm I'm trying to like school them on film, right? Like I'm saying, look at this, see this scene right here. Okay, we see him walking into the room. It's from his perspective. Now they look at him. It's front all. Now it's the other person's perspective. Now it's a side view. See all these angles, and Hayden's like, "Shut up! What are you talking about?" And you know, Melinda hasn't, you know, has no idea or even cares what I'm talking about. I'm trying to. So when that <laughs> when that scene comes up, I'm trying to hammer home like how great this scene is. And uh, yeah, I don't think Kugler was nominated, but here's the other thing too. Well, you know, a lot of people didn't appreciate that. I'll bet. That, that camera sequence you're discussing. <laughs> it goes right over people's heads. Yeah. I, We've talked about our country. Yeah. I that but and I thought it was a great job. And I was I was I looked up to see if he's in, he's in direct Creed two, but he was EP on it. So hopefully he kept his he, he stayed involved. Um but it was it was a perfect mix too of like you had the people reacting to Rocky in the city of like, hey that, like they all still know who Rocky is. And then they're finding out who Creed is and they didn't lean too heavily on the old stuff. It felt like, except that one, like the training scene, you're kind of waiting for like the whole momentum of it. I love that they made it like a modern song, except they gave it that very big one point that going the distance, the Conti song that, that ding, ding. And then it starts yes. kicking in. God damn, when that happens, it's so fucking great. Like, it's just awesome. I just, I, I had chills, man. I, I had chills. I, I loved watching him, Michael, uh, Michael P. Jordan. I loved watching him run down the street, oh, you know, yeah. with, the, with the guys on their bikes. I just thought that was so cool, man. It was just like it was a very modern take on yep. that whole concept of what they did back with the original Rocky. Um, they did a great job. I mean, you could screw that movie up like 75 different ways, and they didn't screw it up at all. It was just perfect. It really me, so. it was. And, and I, I recommend it, man, to anyone. Yeah. And then Oscar-wise, for for Stallone to not win is really, you know, I, I feel bad. You know, like Stallone's never going to win an Screw Oscar. Screw the Academy. Yeah, you know, Screw them. Harrison Ford's never going to win an Oscar. You know, Tom Cruise looks like he's never going to win an Oscar. Like these are great actors. So what if? Yeah, they, Tom Cruise, like he hasn't he, he hasn't made that industry just like billions of dollars. Come on, he's got some great movies, man. Great performances. It's nutty. He's but, a psycho. Yeah, forget set that aside. I mean, when you when you the guy that beat even Stallone here in that movie, Bridges Spies, I never saw that. Man, I'm sure he's great, but come on, what are we doing, Johnny? Oh, uh, let's you know what? Let's just let's make sure we get into that. We're gonna talk some more. Oscars. I, I want to get into some more of that conversation. We've we've gone down that path before. Let, let's talk about some more injustices because now you're riling me up. I'm getting pissed that Stallone didn't get anything for the, for this performance. So we're we're gonna dive into that. Now right. I think next week might be a perfect time. 
Um, as the Eagles are four right, and six, we'll have, we'll have a lot of downtime. Eagles are, no, 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 no. Let, let's not let's not say that. Let's not let's not end on that note. Oh, sorry. Let, let's hope that they win. Let's hope that they win. Um, okay, listen. Thanks to everyone for listening, Jeff. It's been a pleasure talking with you again, as usual. You too, Johnny Cakes. Talk to you next week. All right. Yeah, good luck tomorrow. Good luck to everyone. Take care. It's a god of the state of mind. Two guys from Jersey with attitude all the time. Football kids and movies about crime. It's a god of the state of mind. <laughs>